Wow. Uh, hello. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Welcome to um, the first. This is Mappa of uh, 2023. And I'll tell you what, start as you mean to go on. As you can see at the bottom, the ticker says, that's all, folks. Less than 15 minutes ago, breaking news. Cisco Munoz is out of here. Or whichever yep. way the door is. Yeah. Whichever way the door is. The Spanish head coach lasted 12 games, 11 league games, one cup game, uh, six defeats in total. And the final straw, the nail in the coffin, was the 1-0 defeat against Agrida Cloraga at the weekend. And um, Faso, uh, I want to say Happy New Year. I want to say how was your Christmas, but uh, no disrespect, mate, but this is... Yeah, no, is, no, fuck all is, that. Um, let's, get, let's get in there. Yeah, yeah. This, this is. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you take the floor with this one, man. Oh obviously. man, I've got, I've got, I've got no floor to take. My notes was all about him going absolute ape shit after the game, saying <laughs> saying the team was shit and uh, we're in the know, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, all, all that business, you know, with the video, with the um, uh, with. With the, with, the, with the press secretary going. I know we are now in the bad, bad, bad situation, but sometimes when you are in the shit and after you need more react. <laughs> how do I translate uh, this? <laughs> oh, yeah. How do, how, how do I put that? But, yeah, uh, absolutely insane. It's like from the beginning of the day, from this morning, just, just whispers. Yeah. And then slowly, slowly, they got louder and louder and louder. And, you know, it's what? It's half past 10 in Dibro now, so it's almost yeah. the day's finished. They've just gone, rip. see you later. Um, you know, Munoz, with his, 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 he's got history of obviously joining, joining, bloody, joining a circus, trying to do something in the circus, and yeah. then getting launched out of a cannon out of the circus. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he was probably expecting it even before the Garmiodis, uh, like even before the Garmiodis side game. Then the Garmiodis side game happened. Obviously, the whole thing, the whole fallout with Warda. Uh, there's also some talk about uh, Lazaros coming back now because Munoz isn't there anymore. So it looks like there was some kind of player fallout involved in there as well. All there's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, if Anorthosi, if Anorthosi survive, if Anorthosi survive without going down this season, um, good on them. I mean, good on them. It, it probably, it probably is good for them to, to go down and then come back up, you know, do, do like what Aris did, for instance, or, you know, some of these other teams, because, Whatever's going on at the moment, there is this. The monkeys are in charge of the zoo, and shit's flying everywhere. It's ah, oh, oh my god, <laughs> mate! Do you uh, know, I find it, I find it absolutely incredible. This league never ceases to amaze me. It really doesn't, and it's to be expected. This is Cyprus. This is Mappa. This is what they do, but. 
yesterday's press conference after the the defeat against uh, Agri, it was yesterday, wasn't it? Was it the day yeah. before? I can't remember. Time. What is time in this league? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it, it was a very spiky press conference. If you get the chance to go to, to watch it, I think it might be. Is it Sida Vision? Yeah, their YouTube channel. It's on there. They're about ten minutes long, and the thing is, he was. He was all right. He was saying, you know, we, we didn't play well, but I really pull, I'm really sorry to the fans. I'm really, really, really sorry. Very apologetic. And one of the the reporters asked him a question about the squad. And he said, well, when does the transfer window open? When does the transfer window open? He goes, two days ago, three days ago. What do you expect me to do? He goes, we need two strikers. We signed uh, Tejera, the midfielder, Sergio Tejera. Apparently, they, they're in talks with two Spanish strikers. Whether or not that happens now is is beyond me. I, I haven't got a bloody clue. Um, all of this, for me, I mean, sacking um, the previous head coach, uh, I forget his name now. Ah, oh, remind me. Milanic. Milanic, yeah, Milanic. that came from yeah. Buffalo. Sacking him kind of made sense. It kind of made sense in my head. But when you bring in a coach like Munoz, who... Let's get it right. As a player, it was very good. He did well with Watford, albeit he yeah. got sacked. But Watford, they have about they've got had about 20, 25 coaches in like 15 years. You don't you don't mm-hmm. surprise me. But you're thinking this guy has got a strategy, he's got a plan. He was talking about a process. And while the results weren't great, and while the performances weren't great, and I'll tell you what, if I had time, I would actually do a compilation of the type of goals that they conceded unofficially because the winner against Agrida, which we're going to show in just a bit, practically sums up how they've been conceding goals all season. They give midfielders or strikers two or three yards to set themselves up to shoot. And it's been a pattern. Yeah. And I'll never forget the interview he had, sorry, the, the press conference when he first joined the club and he was talking about keeping clean sheets and trying to solve the defensive problem out. And obviously that, <laughs> that never happened. So the writing for me was on the wall um, after uh, during the press conference, because while he was saying all of these, I would say positive things, but he was trying to see make people see sense. We knew that you know Cyprus, the, there is no sense. There is yeah. no sense. Yeah, no, but I mean, so on top of like whatever's going on defense wise, whatever's going on in the midfield and in the defense, and why they're conceding these goals as well. The, the goalkeeper, Loria, is not doing himself any favours either. Like the goals, one, the second goal they conceded against Garnodisa last week was from a crap clearance from him. Uh, and now Economidi is just simple, simple pass through to Koulibaly who scored the second goal. It was Koulibaly who scored the second goal, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and Loria has been full of mistakes like that this season. Uh, the, the a couple of times where they've had a good results, I think they've had Geravno in in goal. And I just don't know why he didn't carry on with him and brought Loria back in. So there's some there's some there's some decisions going on there as well. Why play Waris? Why keep playing Waris? He's not. He's, he's not. There's no goals in him. There's no goals. There's no assists. There's nothing from him. He conceded. He conceded the penalty against Abuel. He almost conceded the second one, and he should have conceded the second one against Abuel as well. So he's got nothing going forward. He's got nothing going back. He's got quite a few players that he's used this season. That uh, they just aren't there. Um, you, you've also got like most of the time he was in charge. You've also got the spectre that is Wardar and all the 
all the crap well, that he brings with him. Well, mate, sorry to cut you, yeah, but yeah. for me, it seemed that Munoz was doing something what Arteta was was doing at Arsenal. But you know when Arteta yeah. got rid of Aubameyang, he got rid of uh, Guendouzi, Ozil, get rid of all of the the, the troublemakers. Varda yeah. went, Lazaro went, who apparently was a little bit of a, a problem. Not that I'm saying that he's a problem, but that's from what I heard. So I was mm. thinking, maybe slowly, slowly, you know, getting these players out and then give him a bit of time, give him this window to bring in some of the players that he believes in, he can trust. And here we go. They signed one player and you're thinking, right, central midfielder, he had a decent game, albeit mm. he's, he's not match fit, doesn't understand the language, etc., etc. And then they sack him like 24 hours after... It's it's um I, I I don't know what else I can say about this club. They are they got problems. In the clouds. <laughs> Where are the clouds? Maybe next year. You know, I'm not Frank Sinatra, but you know, you you, you know what I'm going for. It, it, it's it's <laughs> They're absolute. I don't. I don't. Like, there's not much else that we can really say that hasn't been repeated. Like the whole, from top to bottom, the whole thing needs knocking down and starting again. Um, it's, it's just. It's wild. It's wild, honestly. And I tell you what. Um, I try to watch as many podcasts as I want, uh, as, as I want, as I can. There's one called the Blue Zone Podcast on um, Netcast. They're an anorthosis pod. Three lovely lads, good blokes. And I'm ready for the next pod that they do because I think that it's going to go off. Honestly, it's going to go off. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's uh, just, uh, I had like I had like a whole... Had like I had like a load of jokes lined up about you know the, the whole game and everything, but you know. Kind of, <laughs> well, let, let's bring the game up anyway. Let's yeah, bring the let, game I, up. Let, we let, might let, as well. Yeah, you yeah, know, because the, the the performance. I mean, it's a sackable performance anyway. <laughs> like the the the. I think they only had. I think I looked at the stats. They only had three shots all game. None of them on target. It was it was appalling. It was it really was. bad, and yeah. that's the reason why he was uh, apologising. Um, yeah. But yeah, so th this is the uh, the game against Agrida. Uh, it was mostly Agrida, to be honest. I know yeah. she had a few openings at the beginning, but it was it was mostly Agrida, and the goal scorer was the new signing from Benfica's B team, Vasco Lopez, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why the, at the end of the see that the, the, the at the end of the highlights uh, it gives you all the stats and they said the uh, and obviously had three shots and none on target because Warriors had one on target there. <laughs> albeit, <laughs> or, 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 albeit he should have passed it. But anyway, I'm not gonna like. Is uh, I'm a broken record with that guy. I'm I'm running out of uh, similes and synonyms <laughs> to describe how bad that man is but anyway um yeah i li listen you can't fault agridas for the hard work that they put in as well you know the, the, these players you know the, the, we when we spoke to the david badia um during the holidays you know it's he he he, he said there's a very very young team there and these players will be ready in one two three six years to be fantastic players but they're still works in progress and you can kind of you, you can kind of see it 
in in flashes in a lot of games. But against Anastasis, they all turned up and they all wanted to they all wanted to get this performance in there. You know, you've got uh, you've got a new manager to impress. You've got uh, there's there's there's, a, there's uh, a lot of things in place that got. Oh God, worries with that header, man. Oh God. Anyway, um, yeah. So I I agree. That's he, he's not going to send you any Christmas cards, mate. Uh, listen, listen, cards. listen. If you try to send it, it'll probably end up in Germany. Oh my days. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, one one person who's uh, going to still struggling to get into this Agridas team. I'm going to get the Anodi clock out again. Match day 17, <laughs> he wasn't even on the bench. So I think oh, he, he must have an injury or something. I think he must yeah. be, yeah, I think he must have an injury right now. Uh, but yeah, you'd, you'd suspect, uh, I mean, Glidon, uh, Glidon Bendrell didn't have many, you know, in theory, he didn't have any saves to make. No. But, really. um, you know, it, it, especially with the other, well, uh, with the, uh, Cas, who's the other, Cas, Castroni, Castrelli. Anyway, anyway, good goal. <laughs> anyway, good goal. Yeah, yeah. Let's let let's let's so let's see. He look. slips twice, he by the slips. way. He slips. He's got enough time to get up. He's got enough time to dribble the ball to a suitable position to shoot, and then he slips and he's able to get the shot away. So, <laughs> I mean, well, I it goes back I to what I said about them it, giving players space. It's the same with Koulibaly's goal as well. They did the same the other week against Kamiodisa. It's the same I, thing, man. Like, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know where that's coming from. It's, it's not like they've got like a, uh, you know, a, a defensive line that's really old or or anything like that. At least for for Cypriot, um, uh, in, in reference to whatever else is going on in Cyprus. It's not like it's not like that's happening, you know. You got you got players like Gorea uh, on in their back line that you know, in theory, you, they're competitive. Yeah. So they, they, they normally would get stuck in. So I don't know what I don't know what why they why they're holding back on this. I don't I don't know what's what's making them. Mate, in all fairness, under under Ketspire, they were very uh, physical, very aggressive. And I don't remember them conceding silly goals. But it's almost as if they've got a little bit soft uh, since Ketspire went. And maybe, look, I, I wasn't Ketspire's biggest fan. I'm still not one of his biggest fans. But he got something out of these players. So... I don't know. Maybe they need someone there to shake them up a little bit. Maybe they need someone that's less nicey nicey. Maybe Munoz was like that, or maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I'm in hearing. I'm hearing mixed uh, stories about this guy. Some players yeah. like him. Some players aren't their big, his biggest fan. But I think we, we've spoken a lot about Anastasi. Let's talk about Akrabovic, the the new Agrida yeah. head coach. He had another. He had an interesting press conference as well. I mean, the the guy interrupted him about twenty times. So um, yeah. I can tell that the guy didn't know exactly what was going on. Why is this guy interrupting me? Why doesn't he just make notes and then translate? But look, yeah. he, he plays with a 4-3-2-1 system. And it seems to me that it's very uh, productive. It isn't defense-minded. As we saw, they, they got yeah. bodies forward. They got men forward. They're good on the counter-attack. Now, look, I'm not going to ask you, can they stay up? Because 
every week we discuss the relegation battle. One minute, Olivia Goza at the bottom, then it's Agrida, then Doxa are slowly creeping down that. Then you've got Paralimni, who, who slowly, slowly. So in terms of the, their, their future with this head coach, I can't, again, you can't base it on one game, but they do look at an interesting proposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... I think on top of that, I think Akrabovic probably went, went into them, uh, went into the game, telling them that an offers here there for the taking. You know, motivation-wise, their uh, their their best player. You know, you could argue Warda is that was their best player or whatever. You know, went out the door. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, stuff going on up in the boardroom. There's what was going on with the fans. Uh, you know. A lot of stuff obviously happening at Anorthosi. If you if you're coming in as a coach, first game, you do you do the basic bit of research that you do to look up what's going on at Anorthosi at the moment, and you go, all right, they're supposed to be a big team, but they're um, they're falling apart. So this game, if you, if you motivate the players enough to go out there and just you know take take a night to almost kind of uh, then. You know they'll they'll be able to get a result, and that's exactly what happened. The if you get basically the Anorthosi players, uh, you know, as soon as soon as there was, uh, you know, work to do, their their heads went down. A lot of a lot of those players, a lot of those players are suffering uh, because they've got the manager on their back. They've got stuff in the boardroom on their back. They've got the fans. I mean, you could hear you could hear the Anorthosi fans at the stadium. Up until uh, up until the goal went in, you could hear them being like, "Yeah, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go," but uh, just it, it it just wasn't happening for them. And you know, Akapovic took that and took and um, you know drove it into their players that this is definitely a winnable game, and uh, you got the result. And you would you know you'd think that. You know, like for instance, uh, Agritas when they got the result against Omonia, like we said, it was a very, uh, you know, it was like they had one shot and it went in, uh, and it was more kind of Omonia missing chances rather than Agritas get uh, you know putting yeah. in the, a good performance. Whereas this massive one, deflection, massive yeah. deflection, balls yeah, going well. wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but on. On this side of things, you know, they, it's it, it was kind of flipped around. It was Anorthosi who were pretending, who were acting like the team that just got promoted, yeah. performing against the team that should be in the in in the top six. So, I mean, it's sometimes sometimes you know you, you just show up you just show up to a job and they they give you a freebie, and that's that's what Akapovic had, you know. Yep. He's, he's yeah. going to be he's going to be kind of dangling that result over uh, over the the board's head for a while if if it starts to go downhill after this. Um, yeah, if he if he's able to get the performances out of the players like he did against Danorsosi, then you know things are going to get very interesting down at the bottom. Sorry, I'm I'm just still giggling because this is like how many managers have, have we? Have we 12, lost this season? twelve, twelve, twelve. We're we 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 we're, 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 we're
Yeah. All right, mate. Let's 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 go on to another game now, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. This yeah. is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so the next game is a nil-nil draw, which wasn't boring. Um, Aris against Garmio Dissa. Yeah. Um, nah. played it tonight. A game which had a little bit of controversy. Um, a penalty was given to Aris for a handball. But then, obviously, VAR overturned it. There weren't that many um, clear-cut opportunities in this game. But I think it was one of those where Aris had to win to stay in contention. And were like, you know what? We don't really need to win this game. We just need to stop you guys from winning because we've got a Russian who's got money as well. So, um, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, kind of Aris. I think they've they've seen. It, it, I think it's all it's all to do with motivation because it's the same players. It's the same players. They're trying to put in the same performances, uh, and it you know, a couple of games it just wasn't happening for them, and it's just the hell. I'm surprised. I'm surprised the post stayed up after that shot. Uh, but, <laughs> but but yeah, um, it, it's it's just not happening for them. Uh, and then you know, obviously, the confidence starts to go down a little bit, and you know, there's, you know, if you if you keep taking pot shots like that, you're more likely to miss them than score them, rather than trying mm. to work the ball into the box. And um, yeah, it it's a confidence thing, you know. Um, I don't know. It, it's a good team. It's a good team. Uh, they've. They've got, they've got a good way of doing. You know, they've got good, good tactics. They've got a lot of work rate. It's just not happening for them for the last two, three games. Which means they've gone completely off the boil. Now they're kind of like in a group by themselves. Like, uh, uh, how many points are they off now? There's seven. Seven. Uh, oh blimey! Uh, has has the table been updated on on the thing? I'm just trying to. Trying to see, they're on thirty-three. Yeah, so they're seven. They're seven off Ike and Abuel at the top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then they're five points off Omonia and Abolon. So they're kind of in yeah. in a place by themselves. So, I mean, in theory, now that you know they're not really. Oh, hold on, so so just looking at the the. the, the this is the 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 supposed handball. Um, never in a million years is that a penalty, yeah, in that, my opinion. He's yeah. he's fallen on the ball. There's nothing he could have done about it. I'm yeah. surprised it took him that long to decide. But but there was another incident afterwards, a, a couple minutes later, where Hubachan has clattered into one of their players. Yeah, this one, <laughs> and Mayambella thought, oh, here we go, here we go." It's, it, it, they're going to get their penalty now, but yeah. Oh my! If, <laughs> if, if I, I tell you what, though, if that's in the middle of the park, that's a free kick. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's, I mean, he's hit him with all all the limbs there, hasn't he? He's gone like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so so we were saying, you know, Aris are kind of like in. Because they've dropped off now and they've got a bit of a gap as well, the teams below them, you'd say that the kind of the pressure's dropped off. Yeah. So you might see, uh, you know, improved performance uh, next match, uh, which they've got Agridas. So, 
So that, but yeah, <laughs> let's see. Let's see how many. Uh, let's see how many managers uh, Akrapovic gets sacked. So <laughs> the thing is, mate. In in all fairness, with Aris, right? They're not losing games. It's just the draws. Yeah, yeah. They, they've drawn. They've drawn six. Yeah, I think they've won nine. And they've drawn yep. six. So they're not losing games. But when you think about the amount of draws that they had, and you're wondering, look at the players that they've got. They've got Stepinski, who hasn't. Has he even scored this season? I think he's got one. Mm. It's just one goal he's got this season. Gogodin's mm. been in and out. He's been on and off form as well. They've relied mm. on Bambika. Obviously, some other players have chipped in with goals. But I, I look at this team and I think, at the beginning of the season, I had loads of fans saying to me, watch out for Aris this season. I said, I'm not worried about Aris this season because they haven't got this uh, unit when I see like Aboil, for example, and I see how defensively uh, structured they are and how dangerous they are on the counter, I don't see that with Aris. I don't see a back four that doesn't that that is um, not flawless. I, I don't see a, a defense that doesn't make mistakes. I mean, um, oh, what's his name? The, cent- the central defender. I forget his name now. That plays uh, next to Borison. Uh, is it Musiala? No, uh, yeah, uh, is it? Uh, I forget his name now. Oh my god, I, I mentioned, I mentioned, I told you his name earlier. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's Musiala, yeah, yeah? the central, yeah. the central defender, right? Yeah. He didn't get clocked last the, the other week for smashing the Abu L player, and he did the same again today, right? Or tonight, should I say? And yeah. nothing was, nothing was done. No one noticed anything. I'm thinking he's got mistakes in him. Right, midfield, they're pretty decent, don't get me wrong, but again, we've seen them get overrun. And when you take Bambika out of the team, where's the pace up front? Gogorin isn't quick, Stepinski isn't quick. So, mm. I, I was never, never in that old oh, watch out for Alice. Maybe next summer, or maybe the summer after, if they uh, spend well, but by that time. The other teams will improve as well. It's the same situation with Omonia. Yeah. I was talking about being in the season. You know, we, we were falling behind, but the others were getting better. But this, it, the same could happen with Aris. And for all we yeah. know, the manager might be gone in a few weeks as well. So, Well, I mean, that, that's that's what I mean. I'm just looking here. They've got uh, form. Last last five form, they've got one win and then four, dra- four draws in a row. So it's really whatever's happened over the last, Three four weeks, something something's happened. I, I mean, the only thing I can think that's happened in that time was when um, uh, the manager was uh, was banned, uh, and then and then he had uh, and then he was ill and wasn't in the dugout. So I don't know if they, if it's just kind of like stuff that's kind of continuing on from that till they pick up a win. But uh, the the um, the press secretary for I said. Next game we have to win. I kind of ended it like that. So if if they don't get a result next game, I mean, looking at kind of how everybody else is getting sacked in this league, you know, if, if they go five games without a win, uh, and you know they were talking about trying to get into Europe again like they did last season, then uh, you know. He's going to be he's going to be writing uh, he's going to be writing one of those cards again. I loved you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. let, let, let's quickly talk about Ganmiodisa, a team yeah. who, as you 
say I've got a very high average age. Um, but Sofroni has been in charge for two games, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. The unorthodoxy the one, which they were 2-0 up, and they've been awarded 3-0. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. That, that, that. Don't Gummy worry. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they, they, yeah. So they won 2-0, but they've been awarded the 3-0 uh, because of what happened. And you got a draw here. So it's four points out of six and four very good points. I mean, they went away from home and forget how bad unorthodoxy are. They still had to go away from home and get something. They got a win. And at home against Aris, who, let's get it right, Aris are used to playing in that stadium because that used to be theirs. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'll tell you what, if this January they bring in a couple of players that he's happy with, and I, I can ex I expect him to be there in the summer next season, with the money that they've got, they might be a bit of a problem next season. Yeah. Might be yeah. a bit of a problem. Well, I mean, we'll see because, you know, Avosti is their fourth manager of the season so far. So, they, you know, talking about Anorthosi being what they are, but Garmiodisa, in theory, are doing a lot better than, uh, well, I won't say a lot better, but they're doing better than they should be. But they're also on their fourth manager of the season. So, it's um, it's a bit difficult to gauge what the long-term plan is going to be for them. Um, but yeah, if Sofrani keeps them playing and keeps getting results the, the way that he's doing, then, you know, there's no reason why he can't... There's no there's no reason why he won't stay on and won't, and won't keep him keep but, him going. but this is a different challenge to what he's used to. If you think about his previous clubs... Ayek, all right, Ayek weren't title challengers, but they were a team that you can consider as European contenders. Abuel, title challengers. Abolon, title challengers. So he's not used to this mid-table kind of challenge thing. He's, he's used to being up there and fighting. And I'll tell you what, he's not going to sit here and say, nah, I'm, I'm happy with a draw against Alice. I, I don't think you'll be happy with that result tonight. I'm not going to lie no. to you, man. I'm no, not gonna no, lie no, to no. You. I mean, they they did they did have chances to win it, didn't they? Uh, it just um, you know, it's 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 something I've seen that quite a few teams do is uh, you know their their midfield players instead of trying to find that last pass, they just go for the pot shot, try and try try and get it into the top corner, and it almost never works. So uh, it's I think I think he's probably trying to drill that into them. Trying to mm -hmm. get trying to find that last pass. Uh, yeah. I, I I also I I also heard in the commentary for the match. I managed to catch a little bit of the match. I heard in the commentary of the match that um, Sofroni was just yelling at everybody, going "Good job, good job, good job, <laughs> yes, good job." You could hear him like over, <laughs> over the uh, yeah over the. He's happy the with the work, right? He's happy yeah. with the work, right, mate? So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how he's getting these fifty-year-olds to be performing for the full ninety minutes, but he's uh, he's definitely been, yeah. <laughs> you I don't know about you. Pill. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be able to run. <laughs> you'd have a third leg. You'd run faster. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, moving yeah. swiftly on. Let's yes. move swiftly on to uh, another nil-nil draw, a more entertaining nil-nil draw. One team that is onto their second head coach of the season, 
versus the home team, which is about to appoint their second head coach yeah. of the season. And that's uh, yeah. Loxa against Ayel. And, mate, remember at the beginning of the season when we were talking about Anorthos is saying they don't know how they didn't win this game. Um, it's the same with Doxa in this one. I don't think yeah. Doxa know how they didn't win this one because the chances I, that it, they had... Ouch. Doxa love hitting that bar specifically. It's like um, the, the the last game we talked about as well against Baralimni, they did the same. They hit the bar, uh, that exact same spot almost. Um, but yeah, Ayel hitting the bar as well as it's... Yeah, they, they, they've uh, the the goal the, the the frame of the goal has been the best defender for for a lot of these teams this week. Uh, but yeah, um, Docs are playing at home, and IL not having their fans there because of the of the ban. So what you had like, Sunday league settings, mate. Sunday yeah, league I was going to say you, you 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 have maybe twenty people watching the game there. <laughs> Do you know what I love though? You know what I love. When when you're watching the game, you look you look behind in the stands and you see like cars driving by because it's right by a main road. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, sometimes right. you hear the sirens, the police sirens. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I mean, again, right? So Benny, he's he he, t- he took two or three pot shots like that from outside the box where it probably yeah. made more sense to pass the ball. Uh, and he won't be uh, there next season. I'm telling you, he will join a bigger club. Yeah. I think I think there's a chance. couple. Look at this chance! You uh, put your mortgage on him scoring. I don't know, Sorry. man. It, it, it's, Sorry, Sadiq. It, it, yeah, Sadiq is having uh, having a nightmare of a season uh, compared to uh, these other seasons. I don't. I don't. I, I think he's only got one goal this season. Like that, yeah, he's he's not he's not really been performing for for the Oxford. I mean, he's he's their captain. He's been there for a while. He's been scoring. Been scoring goals for him over the seasons, but it's just not—it's just not happening for him this season. No. I mean, we're talking about his age, and maybe there's maybe there's something there. Maybe you know, uh, possibly. But this is a great chance as well. Yeah, this is a yeah. great opportunity. It's good goalkeeping, but you've got to do better, man. I'm sorry, you got to do better. But this ah, this one was given as offside. Yeah, uh, this well, was given I mean, as offside. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, when when it comes up, we'll, we'll have a look at it. But I, it was offside. It's just that um, the last defender normally is the goalkeeper. Yeah, so yeah. he's offside there because uh, the second to last defender is, uh, or what would normally be the last defender. Let me run it back. Let me run yeah. it back and pause it. Hang about. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I th- yeah. Right there, it is right. So normally, uh, your that last defender on the far post on, on the near post there, if that's your goalkeeper, then you yep. don't have uh, you'd have Sadiq, Sadiq would be offside because that's right. Yeah, that's the last defender. Now because that's the right. goalkeeper because uh, because Alison slash Muriel is where <laughs> is where he is. I think he's he's not even the second to last defender. Log he's got four. Yeah, it's four. <laughs> <laughs> Defense behind him, <laughs> so so kind of the rule kind of goes. It kind of looks a bit weird when you look yeah. at it like that. Then, but it, yeah, it's 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 offside. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a shit rule to be honest. I, I don't like that rule. I think it's stupid. Yeah, it, it honest, needs but, to be. It, it needs to be yeah. last defender. But they've, they've done the grammes. They've done the lines as well. <laughs> yeah. So at least it makes sense. But yeah, 
Um, no one will be happy about that result. Neither team yeah. will be happy about it. No, they, no, no. I mean, it's 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 a great point for Locks, Obviously, you know, motivation-wise, they needed something. Although they they will feel they could have won that. They had so many chances, especially especially after yeah. Sobchik came on. So that's, that's that, right. again, again, I've mentioned him a couple of times for Locksite. He's, he's a really, I, I, I rate him. Um, you know, I, I said, I said last week when they were playing, not last week, last match day when they were playing Baralimni, uh, and Sobchik wasn't in the team. No Sobchik, no party. And look, he came off the bench here, and uh, Locksite's performance, uh, the, the the whole team's performance, kind of went up from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, again, Ail. Profligate. See, I'm, I'm 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 trying to find new words because I'm running out of words on how to describe their strike force and yep. profligate. You Google that, fellas. You'll see what that means. <laughs> anyway, well, um, to be to be honest, they the, the whole team has scored as many goals as Garmiodisa and Anorthosi, which isn't really saying too much given. The way I'm obviously been this season, and Garmi Odisa don't really have a killer up front, but they haven't conceded many goals. I think only Aik, no. Abuel, and yeah, only those who have conceded less than them. Yeah, yeah, it's look, their it, their defense is great. Their defense, or is it the goalkeeper that's great, or is it the goalkeeper that's no, no, great? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, even when like even when Teixeira was having a bit of a nightmare in the last match day, Bilovar was there, kind of took up took on the reins. Uh, I mean, a couple of times against Doxa, Bilovar gave the ball away, but you kind of saw for the for that chance where um. Uh, the Doxa player dribbled past the goalkeeper, and it was going to be. It was. It was like the first one on the goal line, and he was the one that cleared the ball out. So, um, and it, as well, have, have you seen? Have you seen the? Have you seen his age, Bilova? I think he's only twenty-one. So, oh, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's he, he's still he's still learning the trade, but you know, their their defense is really good, and obviously uh, Muriel being back there as well doesn't. Doesn't hurt things. No, of course not. Of course yeah. not. But they, they do have a, a look. They, they've got a very pragmatic head coach, and he was at yeah. Olympia Goz before, wasn't he? Was it Yanevsky? Uh, yeah, Goz? I think I brought Paralimni um, as well. Yeah, yeah. I so think. I mean, but yeah, Bilovar is only on loan from Dinamo Kiev. Yeah, he's only on loan. He's t- twenty-one years old. But I think Bruno Santos is leaving, from what I hear. Um, I think he's a decent right back for them. A little bit physical. But um, that's the kind of player that they want. That being said, if, if Shepovich leaves, that frees up another player uh, spot for a, a non-Cypriot or a European player. I, I don't, I don't know where they go from this. I really don't know where they go from this. They, they definitely do need a, a centre forward. There's no two ways about it. I, I don't know what's happening with Berahino. He hasn't been firing all the cylinders. Kataklitnich. I, I don't know what's happening with him. He's not even kicking the ball at the moment. And Miralas so, is Miralas. He's got oh. one. He's got one goal, and that was a penalty. Is yeah. they've 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 they, they've kind of tried to bring in kind of star players in that front line to try and get goals, and yeah. they're just not doing it. They're just yeah. not doing it. I don't know. I don't know if it's because there's too many names trying to trying to be the big dick. 
I don't know uh, if, if it's that. They're not really gelling as a team up front because uh, I'm the best player, give me the ball. No, I'm the best player, give me the ball. And they're kind of not communicating and it's not it's not getting through. I don't know. It, there's, there's, there's a lot of things happening in that front line that needs to be looked at. Yeah, because absolutely. that's that's the only thing that's letting them down and has let them down all season. Yeah, well, I guess they could always go to their their next door neighbours and Abolon and ask them if they could borrow a striker because you know only two of them appear to be scoring goals and that's Bitar and Dinginu scored the winners in their two 0 victory over now Salamina. But Filemu, we didn't mention this. Vada Vision has hit Limassol. Abolon. Ah. Abolon signed Vada. Vada, who asked to break his contract. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He said, Yeah, fine. Cool. No problem. You can go. Yeah. He joined, he joined Abolon. So I guess that fan who I was giving him bollocking a few weeks ago saying, Yeah, the English is doing Abolon was, yeah. Um, yeah, was right was, in the first place. Yeah. He was he, he was right, wasn't he? He was, he, he was right. Why, why did you go talk to Abolon then? Well, why indeed? Um, I mean, if we go if we go back to the uh, the game that we've got the highlights up on now, you know, Bita scored the first goal for an Abolon player at the Alfamera Stadium. But we're not going to forget, we're not going to forget, first player to score <laughs> at the uh, Alfamera Stadium was a then on the Doxa player scoring another yeah. goal. Yeah. So there. Um, but yeah. Uh, what what Wad does now there? Um, it came it came off the it came off the bench. I think in the second half, uh, and then kind of uh, once we get to it, he's he's involved in the in the in the build up for that second goal. Uh, he has he has a shot as well that goes really close to to going in. You know, proper proper. Uh, he, you know, he showed up as if uh, as if it was last season again. All of a sudden. You know, you know, uh, there's not there's, there's not much else to, to to say about that. But kind of this this here that's uh, this, this that that's a shame again. Yeah, again, the, the post the, the post saves the day again. Right, can, the post I, saves the day. But but what about yeah. the penalty that was given? He's, the player's been smashed in the face by the centre back inside yeah. the box. I mean, what? Why do they do these things? I can't understand. Like, the guy is running into the channel. He's running away from goal. Why would you even entertain him? All right, track him. Right. What, smash him in the face and think you're going to get away with it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe they've all been watching... Uh, maybe they've all been watching that um, that ice defender. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Ah, yeah. yeah. No, okay, we're, we're, we're allowed to smash him in the face now. Okay, all right, let's go for it. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, just a couple, a couple of a couple of things to say here as well. One, uh, Melissas, I don't know what the hell he's done with his hair, but, but he looks powers, like it? Uh, he, he looks he looks like he's about to write a fan letter to Eminem. <laughs> it's, it, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> Dear Mr. Ansu, gonna call around my fans. And and there's there's a so so Florian played I think his first game of the season for for Salamina here, uh, and there's, he had a couple of really good chances, and uh, I mean it's just 
just a bit of rust, isn't it? Because he hasn't been playing. Uh, he wasn't able to get those couple of shots away. Again, I've heard, post- I've heard the rumor that he might be going to Almonia Gosenia in the second division. Oh, okay. That's why I read it on on Twenty Four Sports. So don't yeah. say I know anything. I, I really don't know anything. But well, um, yeah. I, I he was. I, I think it, I, he scored a lot of goals for Nasalamina last season when they were yeah. in, where in, where they, when they were in the yeah. second division. So, uh, but yeah, is. Is I think I think he needed he needs to be given a bit more of a chance really. I mean, because Doregarai hasn't been doing it for Nel Salamina. Mm. I mean, since since we spoke about Nel Salamina being like uh, dangerous, decent defensively, <laughs> decent, decent, decent defensively, they've been they've been uh, they've been a shower, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, been, uh, it, it's like they were they was they were so close to the top six, and now they're six points behind. After after those two games yeah. that we've ah, oh, you got that pass. Oh, no, it is our mate. It is our mate. He almost yeah, scored. There, he almost there scored. we go. Yeah, he almost scored. But I tell you what, the second goal in the in the last minute, which the, we're about to see, goal of the season, up. surely, man. I mean, the passing, uh, the movement is is brilliant, and, and the cross from goal, goal second assist of the game as well. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 beautiful Diggity. build up play. It's beautiful build up play. Um, yeah. Just look at that. Fantastic. One touch passing, flicks, tricks, you name it. This this uh, is party that, football. That, yeah, that, that cross. Uh, I mean, I mean Dingy didn't have to do much, but he decided yeah. to do a lot anyway. Like he put some proper power on that header, like get yeah. can get that one. <laughs> that that's was, the kind of cross that every striker wants though. Yeah. Like play me. Play me that ball, you know the the height, the the cross was perfect, the the depth, the, the it was brilliant, it was, and the, the movement as we mentioned before was fantastic. But again, you know this this team, Mabolon, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how they're in dire straits and you know they're, they're going to struggle, but they've released a couple of players, haven't they? Well, four now. So four. yeah, so they got rid the of three, the three that we mentioned before, Cabral yeah. and yeah. Cabral, Inja, and I can't remember the third one. The Georgian but, fella. Yeah, Inja is the Georgian fella. There's yeah. a third one though as well, but the two of them yeah. uh, were. Uh, it was a bit weird disciplinary wise, um, but yeah. And then Inja got released, and they just released Resio as well, Resio. Uh, but Resio that's, wanted... that was for family reasons, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Abolon said it was because of. Family reasons, so you know, it could be homesickness. It could be. We could just, be... he joined them in the summer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I fully expect them to make a couple of signings in this window well, now, especially. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got, they've got, they've got other three signings to make. Uh, you know, every, every team here's got, they, they can make four new signings in, in this window. Uh, Abolon, kind of went in first with Warda. I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but we didn't actually talk about what happened as well on the social meds. You know, the whole <laughs> that that whole that whole situation with uh, um, basically Wada joined the ball on. Did a yeah, big you, old, yeah, yeah, did a big old statement going like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm a footballer. I need, you know, I need to play. Uh, and the manager and the chairman at the club told me I wasn't good to play anymore. Because and because of that, um, uh, I I either uh, I either stay and uh, and play my contract out, or I find a new place to go. And uh, you know, I, I I told them I wanted to go, and they said. You know, uh, well, we'll release you from our contract, but we're not paying you. In fact, you're going to pay us. So he paid Anorthosi to break his contract. So, you know, whatever whatever deal he put in place there, at least it, that's what he said in his statement. Now, the Twitter account for Anorthosi, the official Twitter account, then released a tweet... <laughs> That looked like a copy paste yeah. of the text message that Warda sent to to be like, please let me go, <laughs> please let me go. You're, I, I, you, you are like a father to me. I am your son. You will always be my father, kind of thing. Um, the emotional blackmail is real. <laughs> and this was a text message to Bulaidis, and they decided, you know what? You know what? You know what, Amr? Fuck you. Here, here. Here's this for everybody to look at. And obviously, you know, Reziliki. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, who thought that was a good idea? Again, again, we're going back to the shit show. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, there was, I think we mentioned it in the last, in the last pod as well. In the live one, that uh, there was some some off the field stuff happening with Wada already in Rumors Nightclub. Like I don't know why. I don't know what it's, it's like. It's like between between the why it's not scoring and Rumors Nightclub, it keep it keep popping up on this podcast. I think God well, put this <laughs> at, at least Wada scoring. Oh yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. This rather scoring, but um, yeah. but staying on the theme of unorthodoxy, by the way, um, just looking yeah. at 24 Sports, they are, or well, Vesko Mihailovic apparently is, um, is taking the, the training at the moment. Um, Vesko, who obviously was a commentator um, on, on Primetel, used to be a, a player as well, but apparently they're looking at Delas to take the job. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, the the Delas. Greece, Euro 2004. Yeah. I mean, why would anybody walk into that job right now? Why would anybody walk into that job? Like, on top of, like, you know, we, we there's. Again, we we come back to Anorthosis. There's there's all kinds of stuff going on at the moment there. One thing we didn't mention was uh, the the Athletic uh, Athletic stuff. So obviously right. every week we get like all the fines and all the oh you did this so you get fined this much and, uh, and a big old. Big old web page comes up on the uh, Cypriot FA website, kind of explaining uh, the situation and then what they've decided the punishment is. So, mm. 
They finally looked at that Anorthosicarmiodis so much. <laughs> now, this dickhead Vronidis, right, on top of the decision he made, he's, he's like, he's, he's doing things specifically to annoy the piss out of me. It's eight pages, eight pages of Greek legalese to explain his decision. There's not much to explain, man. There's not much to explain. It's you did this, 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 and this. So here's an eight grand euro fine, an additional one thousand euro fine for serving alcohol at the game, one home match behind closed doors, one away game with no fans, and a three nil win handed to Camiodisa. Just why does that need eight fucking pages? <laughs> I don't I I don't no one was going to argue with whatever he was going to come up with because it was plain to see. You yeah, know. but do you know what? If, if you if you realise the past few weeks, whenever something has come out in terms of a, a decision by GOP or whatever, you've always got someone complaining about it, whether it be a club president or this and that. So perhaps he believed those eight pages would either be read in detail and they'd say, okay, fine, I agree with it, or they'd see the eight pages and say, I can't be asked to read this, we'll accept it. <laughs> That's how yeah. it's going to be. Well, I, that's, yeah, that's pretty much that, that, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what happened. Uh, but the general manager at uh as well says, like, uh, as part of like the investigation into it. I mean, what the hell investigation did they need to do? But anyway, they did an investigation, and the general manager at Anorthosis didn't say anything about like, oh, you know, we. we uh, it's like five people. You can't do this to the fans because uh, no. What they said was they were aware that things were going to go crazy, so they asked for a larger police presence, and the police said, "Fine. Instead of the fifty we normally send, we're going to send fifty-eight. Ooh, oh, eight extra Ooh, police eight officers. More. Wow, wow." Yeah, that's gonna make one hell of a difference. <laughs> yeah, but right in the eight pages as well. For some reason, they needed a statement from Ganmodisa. Like, what the? F- what did they need a statement from Ganmodisa from? I was kind of expecting their the statement to be thanks for the three 0 Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> that'd be it, wouldn't it? But but it was basically like yeah well we understand that it's the responsibility of the home team to organise the police presence, and that was it. Good days. <laughs> but and, I, I guess I guess there's a process. You have to go through the process. It's just that don't give me fucking eight pages to read, man. <laughs> ah, especially with everything else that happens in this league. <laughs> they keep you busy, mate. They keep you yeah. busy. I think it did for you. Jesus. All right. Uh, fucking hell, what's happening? Some shit's popping up on my screen. Right. Okay, one second. Uh, so next game. Next game, young man. Uh, mm. Which one is it? Let's, let's go for my team. We beat mm. Baralini 3 0. Yeah. One from Karim Ansarifad. A man of the match display from Brandon Barker, believe it or not. Yeah, I'd uh, agree with that. I said what I had to say on the podcast about this game, so I'll leave it with you, my friend. I'll leave it with you. Yeah, oh, money are back, baby. Yeah, no, it was a really, really good performance. No, it was, you know, it's, it's a really good performance. You know, this could have been, this could have been a, you know, a pretty big hiccup here. 
banana skin. Yeah, exactly. It could have, it could have been a big slip up here, but it looks like it looks like there's some kind of momentum that's starting to come through. I mean, it's only two games, so you know, watch watch this space. But I'm just looking at the last five games. Omonia have won four and lost one, so. Is it, it things are starting to progress? It looks like. I mean, I'm just looking at it from the outside, and especially kind of how we were talking to Mickey Masana and David Badia, and how they how they treat a formation. It's they're not necessarily playing formations as such, but kind of positional play based on what the situation calls for. Yeah. So, like. Uh, if, you, if you're having to defend, you know, banks of four and whatever, if you're attacking, then it kind of spreads out and splits up based off of, of which wing it's all coming from or whether it's coming through the middle or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's trying to implement the same sort of system that uh, uh, Mickey and then David were talking about. And obviously that takes a bit of time, especially uh, in... Uh, uh, in a league such as ours, where the, I want to say the quality of the player uh, makes makes putting in a system like that a bit more difficult. But you know they're used to more rigid formations. They used to you know we're going to play defensive, we're going to play attacking, we're going to play four four two four four three two one four five one or four three three whatever, and you kind of stick to it. Whereas uh, some of the newer coaches are trying to bring in this more fluid formation style, and I think that's this is what uh, uh, Yannick Ferrara is trying to do here. Yeah. So it took, it probably of, took a, a lot of rotation. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. No, no, a lot yeah, of rotation yeah. in terms of the positions. You know, we saw Barker originally starting on the right. He was moving to the left, more central. We saw Bruno Felipe in like a left wing back position. Gitsos was moving from left back to centre mid. So while players had their set positions, it seemed that Omone were exploiting areas of the pitch where perhaps Paralimni were very, very weak. And um, mm-hmm. as you'll see from this passage of play, a lot of ball watching and great work from, from Salti. The finish was a little bit scuffed, but they all count, I guess, when VAR says it's cool. So, yeah, mm. happy days. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, just looking at Ansarif, uh, Ansarif had... He didn't he, he, like. He didn't really enjoy that goal, did he? Didn't celebrate. No. It's like it's like Berbatov, isn't it? When Berbatov scores a goal, unless it's a beautiful yeah. one, he will celebrate it. But I think maybe this is a uh, the unshaven Ansarifad that's uh, you know we, we used to see him with stubble, you know. So maybe yeah. he's, he, he maybe he had a shave. He thought he'd have a trim, but he he, he shaved a bit too much, and he figured, oh shit, let me shave it all off. And he looked at himself in the mirror. He's like. I look about 10 years old. So maybe he's just yeah. pissed off about that. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, um, Omonia, Omonia did uh, did exactly what they needed to do here. Yep. You know, There's one bit of school from Barker near the end where he's absolutely yeah. done the fullback. Where I was like, what is this? Who is this player? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? And where's he been all season? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, maybe again, kind of Lennon is a bit more is a bit more old school. That, that's that that was unlucky for for Baralimni here where they hit the mm. bar again. Bar doing the best, the best defending for for the team. 
But yeah. Um, yeah, so we go back to Lennon. Lennon is probably more of like an old school coach. Yep. So a player like Barker, who's got a bit more creativity in him and wants to probably move into spaces, take on a man, probably uh, got got that kind of taken out of him a little bit. Oh, that's not the one. So there you go. Is it this one? Oh, that's not, no, I think it's the next one. But, the next one? It's the next one. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. Here we go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Come, completely, on. come on, completely did him. <laughs> completely did him. But yeah, so soulmate. you know, yeah, is I, I think I, I think that's kind of why there was this stuttering start to to his coaching at Omonia, and then it's kind of mm. like starting to pick up now. So in theory. In theory, now we should probably see Omonia start to pick up, pick up more points against the bigger teams as well, because that's kind of where they've been suffering a lot more. You know, if you look at, for instance, the result with Abuel, if you look at some of the other results against the teams that are challenging a bit further to the top, that's kind of what's the litmus test, let's say. Well, mate, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, in fact, which game was it where we won? I can't remember. Was it the last game that we won? Who was it against? It wasn't Paralimni, the one before that. I can't remember. Anyway, it was before Christmas. I was saying the next four games are winnable. Paralimni, Doxa, Ayel and Salamina. If I'm only win those games, the table could look completely different at that point. Could look completely different. And with us being, what, five points behind Aris? The, the the pressure is, is slowly, slowly being cranked up. And in all fairness, I'm glad that we, we're going about our business quietly, you know, kind of a little bit under the radar. But there's there's players that are doing very well as individuals as well, but also as team players, like Gagoli, for example, who got two goals. And one of the main criticisms I had of, of his was he wasn't scoring enough goals. He was doing everything else right mm -hmm. in terms of his movement, everything else, but the finishing just wasn't there. But he had three opportunities... He scored two, and the third, well, the, the second one, which he shot straight at the keeper, should have done a lot better. But again, that's that's composure and inexperience, and I get it. But there are players who, like, for example, Militic, looked very, very solid the other day. He was throwing his body in front of the ball. This is the kind of defender that you want. Psati is slowly growing into the fullback that we brought in to be that marauding wingback, so to speak. So I can't really complain at the moment. Granted... We're not in a great position, but we're not out of the title race. We're not out of the the race for European spots. So the positivity is there. And I, I, I like this coach and I really hope that they back him. And speaking of backing him, a signing was made yesterday. Yep. Uh, what was yesterday? Ishmael Tajuri Stradi. I'd never heard of him before. I had him, um, Tom Boga, who's an MLS expert on No Choftes yesterday, uh, telling us a bit more about the player. Do you know much about him? Did you have any idea? Or, the, no? the, out of the blue, um, I mean, when Omonia announced the signing, I kind of did like what most people did and kind of went Wikipedia, transfer mark to see, see, what, uh, see what he did there, had a look at his stats. When he has played, he's been, he's been impressive for the teams that he's played for. 
but I think it was mentioned. Uh, I think it was mentioned with uh, with Tom, like you were saying, is that when he plays, he, he he seems to he seems to have an injury record, um, and how that gets managed is going to be kind of the um, whether or not I'm wanting to get anything out of him because his last team didn't get anything out of him because of. Uh, kind of big injury he received, uh, and then they kind of had to go rehabilitate in a different country. Uh, kind of, I, I can understand rehabilitating in a different country because uh, kind of different discussion. But the US medical system is an absolute shit show. Ask anybody in America, you know, having to pay, having, having to pay insurance, and then having to pay copay on top of that insurance, and then having to mm. pay for the for the for you know stepping a foot in a hospital, even though you've got the insurance. So it's yeah, it's 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 a big mess over there. So on top of that, there's probably um, German. There's places like Germany, uh, Dubai, for some reason now is a big. A uh, big place for sports rehabilitation as well. Yeah. Um, so the, well, there's the, a hospital the, in Dubai called the the Saudi German the Saudi Germany hospital, and that's yeah. that's really good, really yeah. good. So yeah, but look, the player went out there to Germany to have his rehabilitation, and apparently he's he's he'd be ready for preseason training in MLS now. So yeah. you know he's probably about two or three weeks away from being ready to step foot onto a pitch to kick a ball about. And he might take a couple more weeks to to uh, be 100% on match fit, should I say. But it's not a bad time of the season to to be match fit when there's 10 games to go and you're, you're chasing for a, a European spot. Or so we've heard. Yeah, so yeah exactly. I think, yeah, yeah I, I think if he, he... He could be a good player as long as they... Break him in slowly. There's no reason why to break him in quickly because at the moment uh, the team seems to be getting results, regardless of whether the performance is there or not. Against Baralimni, it was. Uh, the, I think the week before wasn't necessarily there. It was more winning, kind of winning by pulling, you know, pulling your shirt up and getting a bit sweaty. But um, the if you keep that, if you don't change that core of the team without having to, then you're going to keep getting performances from them. Once that performance starts to drop, then you look at making the changes. Uh, that's probably where you'd look to bring in the Ishmael. I'm not saying his surname. I'm going to wait till other people. Just call me Ishmael. Call him yeah. Ishmael. <laughs> uh, Best way, mate. Best uh, way. Best way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All right. All right. Two games to go. Two games to go. Let's go with uh, Abolon. Whose one 0 victory over Olympiagos put them top of the league. Not much happening in this one. Uh, although what I will say is I've noticed more and more now that Abolo, uh, Abolo sorry, Abolo. are very, very Abolo, sorry, Abolo are very, very focused on um, working on their set pieces yeah. and uh, winning second balls especially. But the goal scorer got the winner. Dalcio, the, the forgotten man who a few weeks ago I was saying, what the fuck is going on with him? He uh, yeah. scored a very important goal. Very important goal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, th I think when we discussed it before is like um, it, the manager's got a team. The team seems to be performing. So there wasn't any need to change it unless there was injuries. Now, 
I think Marquinhos is injured. Is he? Yeah. I think I think Sorry, he is. Yeah. Uh, they, they've got yeah. they've got quite a few injuries out on the wings at the moment, which meant that Dalcio and Zoni's played uh, instead of the normal wingers. So um, you know, Dalcio's come in, performed. So if he keeps performing, he's going to stay in that team. Kind of, I think I think that's how this manager works. Is he's rewarding the players for performing well. Um, Abuela grind, kind of grinding these one nil results. Um, how many how many one nils have they got? I think I wrote it down. Well, they've only conceded but, six goals this season, so yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I mean, they're, they're, quite a lot of nil nils. Yeah, <laughs> clean sheet. Sorry, clean sheets. Yeah, nil-nils. but they're not, they're not they're not scoring that many considering where they are in the league. Like I'm just looking at their goals for, for instance. Uh, yeah, but the difference is, mate, they're not relying on one person to get their goals. This is the thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the important yeah. thing. I know they've scored a few penalties, but, you know, uh, Villafanez is scoring. Kvita uh, has well, been was. scoring goals. And what was. You know, yeah. that's what we just mentioned. Okay, Kvita has only got one, but, you know, the, the right back scored a couple of goals against Buffalo. Yeah. Susan, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he also then, got assist not... as well. Yes, yeah. yes. So they're not um, shy of, of scoring goals. If you know, if they had someone prolific or someone that was fit, that was prolific, then they'd be scary. It'd be scary. Yep, yep. Because but, I'm, just, um, I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at their goals for column here. So Abuel, whilst they're top, their goals for are one, two, three, four. They're they're fifth for goals for, right? So right, they're they're below they're they're below Omonia, for instance. Yeah, they're four goals be- below Omonia. So, what, what I will say about them though is that they're not they don't set up um, to hit teams on the counter. It's not as if they're a team where it's like you know come and break us down. They do play ball. Yeah. They do play ball, and um, they're probably the best counter attacking team in the league. In all fairness. I think again, I think it all goes down to you've got one or two players in that midfield that kind of get the ball, get the ball, make the simple yeah. pass, and just let every, and then everybody else sprints forward while they stay and kind of um, make sure that that they don't get hit on the counter. So, mm. for instance, Kostandinov was doing that before he got injured. Um. And then, kind of, uh, he, he was it uh, was replaced with Sacha on uh, in the last game, and then kind of the that's where the the game for Abuel started to unravel a little bit. There was uh, there was a f- few situations that Sacha was involved with that you probably wouldn't see Gostandinov doing, but that's that's all to do with experience. It's, it's you know it, it comes, but. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, even if we go back to Gvidi Daya, he's not he's not scoring the goals, but kind of away from the chances chances created that he's missing, he's working really hard to get the ball back. He's laying it off for other people to carry on the attack. He's he's been asked to do a job that he wouldn't necessarily do normally, and he seems to be excelling at it. Like he's not scoring the goals, but he seems to be. Uh, he seems to be very good at the hold up, hold up play, which no good on him. Fair enough. 
If he hadn't scored that one goal, I'd be on him like Waris. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he did he did contribute to the, the winner, though, because it was his quick yeah. thinking where he got his shoulder out and, and blocked the ball. Exactly. Um, and the, the players were, were complaining, the Olympia goals players were complaining for a handball, but it, was, it wasn't a handball. It's just quick no. thinking, and it, it worked out. So, look, they're, they're going from strength to strength. I can't remember the last time they lost, which, again, is quite scary. That being said, perhaps they do need one more striker or perhaps an attacking midfield. Well, actually, no, not really an attacking midfield. I think they do need a striker if they are serious about challenging for the title. Um, Ilya hasn't worked out so far. But he's another player that can score goals, man. He's another one that can score goals. Yeah, but I, I, he doesn't seem to be trusted, does he? He's not, he's, not, he's not getting on the pitch. So... Yeah, true. Yeah, true. but... Um, we go back to Olympiagos again. It's like they're at the moment they've got a series of games where they're going to get absolutely, they're going to get absolutely uh, knocked knocked in. I mean their uh, their their matches read. So they uh, they drew with Aris nil nil. They lost to Ayl two nil. Then they had Abuel. And then next match day, all right, they've got Gadmi Odisa. Uh, but uh, so so they've just they've just got past this this last kind of crunch kind of um, series of matches that they had. Now they you know the next few matches you've got Gadmi Odisa, you've got Agritas, you've got uh, Ayak and Abolon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The... yeah. <laughs> so, all right. The last two games of January. <laughs> yeah, but the first, the, the, those next two games, you'd think with the way that they've been playing, regardless of the results that they've had, with the way that they've been playing, mm. you'd see them getting something from those two games. Uh, well, you'd hope. <laughs> yeah. You'd hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's whether or not Sergidis has got enough in him to get them motivated for those two games. Yeah, it's a point. But but kind really of watching point. watching back those highlights from the Abuel game as Joel Mal must be really pissed off with the rest of the team because yeah. it was the it, it was the one keeping them in the game. Well if they had a, like a fantasy football, like an FPL version of the Bradathlima, he'd have got like twenty points for the saves that he made, the amount of saves yeah. and you know. Um yeah. but the thing is he'll be pissed off that the goal beam at his near post. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be pissed off. Yeah. About that, yeah. So, but I mean, it's yeah. it's it's this this year kind of the the league is more about the goalkeepers than than uh, kind of further afield. Like a lot of the goalkeepers in this league are, you know, high quality, uh, and Matt Mal is obviously one of them. Um, kind of moving further up the pitch for Olympiagos. Isn't Essel isn't Essel Link on loan from Abuel? Yeah, he played. He played. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. so so is I'm guessing that's allowed. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the other thing that I was gonna ask you. Like how how is that even uh, allowed you know, it, for it, you it to play against be, your parent club? Yeah, it it must be I don't think there's any rules against it FIFA or you not in Cyprus, no, not in Cyprus well, that, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess it must be like a, a contract thing that you have to agree. Yeah. Well, it's happened in other leagues. I think it happens in Serie A in Italy, where 
And I, I, I'm pretty sure, I can't, I, for the life of me, I can't remember which game it was where a player who was on loan played against their former, their, their parent club and they scored a winning goal against them and it really affected either their title or was it relegation? I, I don't know. I need to look into this. I need to speak to my mate Nima, who's a, a Serie A expert. He will tell well, me. Well, in, in Italy, it's a bit more weird because you've got like dual ownership as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, again, kind of odd if they don't get if they don't get results, if they don't get results in these next two games, then you'd think that's kind of, you know, writing's going to start being on the door. Mm. Oh, wall. Oh. On the wall. God, get, oh, get, it could uh, be on the door. could be on get, the door. Get, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, Don Ailey's we're talking about here, you know. Uh, he, he, probably, he probably writes <laughs> on his walls and everything. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Final game, top of the table clash. Ayek beating Buffalo by a goal to nil. Wonderful winner by Antman. Yeah. But, yeah. but more VAR controversy, which we're going to go into in just a bit. Yeah. But again, my friend, the Ayek theme continues crossing from out wide, yeah. looking for the big guy in the box. Buffalo yeah. looked pretty decent, although. Again, the, the decision to rule out Zyro's goal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it. We're going to see it in just a bit. Yeah. Your yeah. thoughts on the game, please, mate. I mean, entertaining game, you, obviously, uh, between these two. Very teams that attack with pace. Uh, um, can't take, take it to teams. Um, you know, they they both they both went in full throttle, as, as you would expect. And, you know, it was quite a bit. Of a spectacle, regardless of kind of the scoreline being as low as it was. Uh, you know, you've got players like Valakari, Gyro, Altman, uh, all the all like all all these players turning out for both these teams. And they they were both both the teams were up for it. Uh, you know, on on balance, you know, I playing at home, uh, they got they got well, it's a good goal in it. Um, they've got home fans. They've got um, a lot of a lot of players performing at, at, at their uh, at their prime right now. I think even even like the 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 the, the conference league Twitter page was like, I have won nine games in a row. So you know you did. They're they're uh, they're 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 doing they're doing numbers right now. Um yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for these decisions to come up. While whilst, you know, again, talking about goalkeepers as well, Pirich. Pirich is amazing goalkeeper. And Antosh as well is a very good goalkeeper. So you're kind of seeing these guys perform as well in this game was was really nice to see. Um I guess, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's not a lot to say. It's just a really nice match, nice match to watch. I mean, controversy-wise, normally you'd be like, oh, the fans are on the pitch or the fans have done something weird or, uh, you know, fouls or uh, somebody chucked something at somebody. There so, it is. Yeah. There's the goal. So here's the goal. I, you know, I, when I first saw it, I thought it was going to be disallowed for a push on the defender, but he yeah. actually doesn't really make much contact. No. Um, it was, oh, yeah. it was disallowed for offside, wasn't it? Yep. 
Uh, which again, uh, I mean, zoom in a little bit, man. I mean, what what is that? Yeah, yeah. There, there was um, there was, did I send you the image? The, the, I think the so, zoomed yeah. in image. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can get it and bring it up on the screen because that that yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, this Henningberg was talking about VAR. I didn't get his full press conference. So I can't you know, tell you exactly what he said, but he was saying like, you know, we want different referees. We get different referees. What, what do we want? What is it that we want from, from, from football these days? But at the same time, I think he's obviously aggrieved with, with what has happened. Um, I'd, I'd be pissed off if, if I was a a Buffalo fan Uh, and especially like the lines that were drawn and all that kind of stuff. It just, look, unless you've got like, proper technology like the Premier League or like they're using the World Cup is is very difficult to to ascertain whether it's offside or not. Um I'm just trying to bring up on the screen. It's, Sorry. You, it, it, what it what it what it is, right? All, all it is is just a different camera angle. So a lot of the a, a lot of the camera work in, in Gibro is uh, leaves a lot to be desired for. That's the image. Oh, there you go. That's the best I can get. <laughs> That's the yeah. best I can do, man. I'm sorry. But, but, if I'm but, zoom in even more, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you it, can't you can't really see where he's where, where he's picked the like. I mean, okay, you've seen he's drawn the lines, but you don't really see kind of where he's where 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 he's like. Is it is it the guy's arm? Is it his hand? Is it well, for, it? It, as, looking at it now, it seems to me that it's his shoulder that's offside. But yeah. if you look behind him, you've got the Ajax player's right boots. You've got the black line. You've got the black and red line, don't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But how big is his boot? How big is his foot? Does it does it go on that red line? Because if it's on the red line, which I, for me it looks like his his the, the right side of his boot is on the red line, then the player's onside. Yeah. But at the same time, it's fine margins. Yeah, if if the margin is as fine as it is, I think this is this is what they were saying in in the Premier League. If you're having to stare at a line that long, then just let the goal count. You let the on-field decision count. Yeah. Well, put it this way: the way I see it, Giza is. We see this time and time again in the Brodathlima, right? They do two rights, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. So the next game, I guarantee you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's a painful one. Got boot right in the face. Yeah. I mean, I I, mean I'm pretty it, sure that Buffer will get a decision go their way. Like, for example, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just looking back again. I think we were talking about that that Baralimni goal where you couldn't even see the difference in the lines. At least yeah. here, you had the difference between the lines. Yeah. Um, well, Buffalo gave it a good go. In all fairness, yeah. they gave it a good go. Go, but the other question I have um, with regards to Buffalo is this. Buffalo team resembles a typical Henning Bird team in the sense that they will try to shut up shop, 
not concede. And when they score one, the other team will, will attack them. They'll hit them on the counter and they'll obliterate them. Mm-hmm. But when they go a goal behind, it's a different story. Now, I don't know the statistics or how many times Buffer have gone behind this season and ended up coming back to win games. I'm guessing it's not many because they've either not gone behind enough or um, they just um, pummel teams from the start. But mm-hmm. I can't think of many games a season where they've gone a goal down and fought back to win. Can you think of oh. any? Uh, I mean, not really. I'm just looking... Uh, I'm just looking at their goals for and goals against. Uh, their defence is pretty solid. They've only conceded 11. Exactly. But, like you were saying, if they score one, then they just wait for you to, to come at them and then they break you on the counter. They've got, yep. they're have got the top goal scorers in the league this season. Obviously, Gyro uh, being the, uh, the top goal scorer in the league by a long way as well. It's not like yep. even close. Uh, but yeah, they've got 36 goals where you know I can add this next with 29, so it's, yep. it's 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 not it's not even close with the amount of goals that they're scoring, yeah. So, so maybe, yeah, I, I don't see them, I, I don't see where they where they've fallen behind and and gotten a result because I think the two times that I can think they didn't get a result. Well, I, I'll tell you what they were. Right, I'll tell you what, right? They went a goal behind against Olympiagos and they drew. They went a goal behind against Addis and they drew. And they went a goal behind against, was it Abuel? No. Yeah, Abuel. And they lost. Hmm. So this is my point. They go goal behind. They don't come back to win games. And this is what happened with Henningberg with, with Omoni. It didn't happen very often. We'd go a goal behind and we'd go on to win the game. It didn't happen very often. So are we seeing a trait of Henningberg? So this isn't knocking the guy because they're still challenging for the title. Mm-hmm. But is this a mentality thing or is this a system thing now? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it could be It could be an experience thing. thing. Well. <laughs> no, no, no. It could be an experience thing as well because obviously Baffo haven't been in this situation before. Mm. Where people True. are looking at them being like, what's happening here? Uh and they got the def- they got the defeat against Abuel, and that seems to have deflated them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because before that, obviously they went unbeaten. So uh kind of it, it's a confidence game. It's a confidence game. If they yeah. they they need to uh they need to try and Keep up the pace. Now, this is where uh, Henningberg ends his money. Is he able to, oh, to yes. get to keep up the pace? Oh, yes, Cause... well. Well, mate, do you know, there's been no talk about transfers this this January. You know, they signed uh, Bentancor, the, yeah. the uh, centre-forward, and uh, El Kaduri is going to make way for him. So they've got a centre-forward. So... Perhaps Berger's probably thought, you know what, this guy, he's been training with them all summer. They signed him last summer, didn't they? But they couldn't register him until January. So maybe Berg thinks, or maybe he envisaged there being a possibility that if Zyro gets injured, they're going to need a goal scorer. Or goes back to what he said about mentality. Now, this guy scores goals. We've, we've seen his goal scoring record. So maybe he could be the difference. And look, 
we've seen it before various seasons where one or two signings in January can make a difference. They, they can fuck up as well, don't get me wrong, but they can make a big difference. And look, you mentioned they don't concede goals. Great, they're solid. We know that they're good in midfield. You know, uh, was it Namez, the, the midfielder? He's, he's a decent yeah. one. Valakari. Uh, Valakari, et cetera, et cetera. Tankovic. So they've got the squad there. Perhaps they were lacking that striker because your mate Semedo hasn't been scoring enough goals. <laughs> no, listen, Semedo, Semedo is a very good player. Just just don't have him shoot. <laughs> the no goal. shooting allowed. No shooting. Pa- pass. Just pass the ball. Pass the ball. Somebody else. Is that Adel Tarat, that QPR? Don't pass to him when he's in his own half. Give him the ball in the, in the other opponent's half and not in your own half. <laughs> Oh god! So, yeah, but, uh, um, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think. Well, they had they had, they had Gyro be injured for three or four games as well, didn't they? Yes, that's right. So I uh, don't think I don't think the scoring necessarily suffered. No, um, but yeah, um, I think I think they need they need a bit of competition for him as well because obviously El Gad El Gad 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 Yes. wasn't yeah <laughs> wasn't doing it so much i mean he scored he scored one against, against uh, Agrida. Against Agrida, yeah but apart from that he really didn't really really hasn't done much no. so so maybe they maybe maybe they 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 need somebody to kind of keep keep on gyro's toes maybe as well yeah yeah well before we wrap it up with the league table have you got any other Stories? Any news that you want to? Uh, well, we didn't. We didn't talk. Oh, so let's go back to my friend, uh, my friend Veronidi, yeah, um, <laughs> because because there was a thing for now Salamina as well. So on top of Anorthosi doing whatever, all that business, the same weekend now Salamina fans got up to some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It could have been a couple of hours ago or two centuries ago. I don't. It's, it's time. Time. Time is a flat circle, especially with, with what's going on in this fucking league. But um, yeah, we talked about it like very briefly, like because we didn't know what had happened. But to, we, there was talk of Nel Salamina fans attacking press. Uh, press yes. people. Yeah. So the. Uh, your 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 man Veronizi looked at this and thank God he's in my man. Eight. Yeah, well, he's not my fucking man. It's just, uh. but anyway, he looked at this. Uh, I, in my notes, I call him my best buddy. But anyway, um, um, so he's looked at this and hasn't written eight pages of bollocks. It's just it's just a couple of sentences on the on the on the web page. So we've got. Um, Nels Halamina are going to have to play a game behind closed doors at home as a punishment, along with a fine for fans doing the following. So, using a laser on the referee and opposing fans. Throwing objects at the assistant referee, which we talked about when the, when Bursai did this, we were going nuts on the sideline and we saw like empty cups flying out towards towards the pitch. Uh, throwing firecrackers and other objects at the referee at the end of the game, and also they tried to spit on him. So that's uh, that's a new one. Um, 
and then there are firecrackers and flares being set off in the stands. And then the big one, it was damage that the fans caused, including the breaking of a glass panel on a door which leads off to the press area. So, so what's happened here is they've gone and smashed the door in, probably not realizing there's somebody on the other side of the door. And that's how the, the guy from Andena and the cameraman got injured. So Nasalamina have been fined and I've got, got to play a game at home behind closed doors. Now, with that, there was then also a big, big conference. Cyprus FA took a big photo of like uh, Mr. Godlibno type, last summer type uh, <laughs> seating arrangement between the FA, the police and the club and the head, heads of the clubs kind of sat around a table discussing what they were going to do. And they basically, the, the, they came up with, oh, we should have more police officers supporting the stewards when they're doing the security searches. We should get the security staff trained, like FIFA affiliation trained, so they're able to deal with, you know, uh, you know, Pedri with his with his barra or his firecracker or whatever. And uh, what uh, what was the other one? Uh, and more stewards to be made available in the ground. And you're like, really? These these were the solutions you came up with. Oh, the other one was as well for working on providing the infrastructure for making the fan card to work properly and and i, I kind of i kind of read through this out <clears throat> oh wow i wish somebody had come up with those ideas before like talking about the police presence at the anorthosy game for instance right from 50 police officers to 58 Ooh. if that's the kind of increase in police presence of some of these games that they're talking about then I mean what the hell man what's that going to do what's that going to do it's a fucking shit show (laughs) what's it going to do and you know and I was was saying like what's the bet that these things won't be implemented until for another two three seasons once they've stopped arguing about who's going to pay for all this stuff it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. They, they keep coming up with stuff. They keep sitting around the table and patting each other on the back and, you know, tossing each other off about what a great, <laughs> what a great job they're doing. And then, and then, you know, six months later, they're like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why everybody's reacting the way that they're reacting. It's, it's you know so, sorry to leave you on a sour note, but you know this is my pa. <laughs> you know. Oh mate, oh mate. Well, look, yeah. let's let's finish on the uh, the lead table, shall we? Come yeah. On. Let's, let's have yeah, some positivity, some something for us to talk about, some well, something different for us to talk about. Yeah, I guess. yeah exactly. Yeah, let's not leave it with that bit of taste. Uh, there you go. So here we go. Our ball top of the league on 40 points, joint top with Ayek Lamnaga. Um, although 
I don't know why I bought a list of this top because I X gold difference and goals four. Are... It's it's yeah. it normally so the so the split in the uh, when when they do the split normally it's based on results against the two teams. Oh, did that ball beat? I I can't remember. So I think uh, was it a draw in left course here? I want to say. I think so. As, I, I think I so. Say that that's, yeah. 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 Uh, that, and that's basically. Oh no, I boiled B. Ike in left course here. Did they? Okay. Yeah. So okay, I, think... I, can't, I can't remember. Oh, well, yeah, maybe so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I boiled B. Ike in left course here. That's right. Head to head. Okay. So, so it's head to Fair head. Enough. So that's why I boil at top right now. Okay. Um, and then you've got. Yeah, if you want to go through the rest of them. No, it's fine. Buffalo oh, yeah, third, so three points behind. Go on, Karen. I'll, I'll let you do it. Go on. Yeah, so we've got Buffalo in third, three points behind. Uh, and then you've got Arias have kind of fallen back because of their their form over the last two, three games. Uh, they're four points behind on 33 points. And then we've got Omoniana Bollon on 28 points in fifth and sixth. I guess head-to-head, Omonia. Did Omonia beat Abollon? 2-0, yes. No, yeah. but we lost 2-1 against them as well. Well, uh, I guess then it goes between, like the head-to-head goes goes for goals scored as well. So, yeah, kind of goal yeah. difference between the head-to-head. Um, and and then kind of, so, so that kind of, the, the top six seems to be forming itself, but it depends on whether your Ayers or your Nelsalamina or Anorthosi does anything. But um, mm. yeah, so we've got se- seventh, we've got Ayel with 22 points, and now Salamina with 22 points in eighth. So again, that must be a head to head thing. Uh, and then we've got in ninth, there's another step. The clown show is uh, 18 points. And then Gamiodisa uh, in 10th with 16 points. Paralini are eleventh with fourteen points, and they're probably going to start getting a bit worried because they're not—they're really not picking up points. Uh, and then you've got Voxai in twelfth with twelve points, and then Agridas are off the bottom now, thirteenth with ten points, and Olympiagos are pro- propping everybody up with nine points. Well done! So, you did very well yeah. there. Thank I'm you. Impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. so we've got we've got we've got nine games left now before the split. Yep. So. So things are going to 27 start. points to play for, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I, there's one thing I do regret not saying. I didn't refer to the Garmiodisa Aris match as the uh, other, either the Limassol derby or the Soviet derby. Uh, lo, 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 what was it? Locomotive Bolivia versus CSKA Limassol. CSK CSK Aris. My goodness. Well, boys and girls, it's been another episode of This Is Mapa. We've gone for close to an hour and 45 minutes. Bloody hell. There was a lot to talk about. <laughs> there was a lot to talk about. A lot well, to yeah, dissect. Yeah, clown show. days. <laughs> so yeah um like subscribe comment tell all your friends if you've got friends that want to know about cypriot football or if you're from cyprus and want an english take or a british speaking 
take. Or even if you have friends who have some interest in Cypriot football, tell them about our pod because we're growing. Yeah. We're going to have more and more guests on this year. I think we're going to drop a few bombs as well. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Um, but yeah, that's it. Happy New Year, boys and girls. And uh, yeah. we'll see you in a few days because tomorrow, being Friday, as you're watching it now, today, should I say, there's another round of game starting, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So who's playing tomorrow slash tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Because I've only been... I've only been... Uh, we've got now Salamina versus Baralimni, all big one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, and that's uh, Friday at five five o'clock UK time, I guess. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Seven, yep. seven Gibro time. Yep. Yeah. So Monia Doxa on the Saturday, Anorthosi Ayek on the Saturday. Oof. Vesko Mihailovic's <laughs> first game in charge as caretaker manager. <laughs> Bafo Abolon on Sunday, Aela Boel. Um, that could have nil nil written all over it. The way the things are. Yeah. <laughs> and then Olympia goes Garmi on this. Oh, my goodness. We, so hopefully we'll be back Tuesday. Hopefully yeah. we'll be back Tuesday. And uh, uh, maybe we might have some more transfers. Maybe we might have more shenanigans. And yeah, so that's it, boys and girls, or whatever you identify yourself as. We'll be back very, very soon. So until next time, adios.